Um, How okay. are you going to intro it? Uh, wait and see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm doing a different greeting each time, so. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Now then, now then, now then. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> his head's gone his head's gone what's cracking welcome to Treem. uh this is week two of our love island podcast uh with me nick and me josh Treem, which stands for trash rules everything around me a podcast delving into the world of trash tv and everything inside it josh week two has started how are you feeling i'm feeling pretty good yeah, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything else to add to that. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like everything's changed. I mean, we'll get onto that later, but everything, literally, the world was an hourglass going one way, and now it's the other way. Uh, yeah. I mean, my head is on the floor, my jaw is on the ground. Um, everything is upside down at the moment. I know. Is love even real? Are islands even real? Who knows? That's a question that Isle would come out with, I think. <laughs> One of his deep questions. I think that's what he says when he's trying to get people to suck him off. Hmm. It starts off with the, oh, you've got a really lovely aura around you. I'm not really religious, but I'm very spiritual. Also, I don't believe in condoms. <laughs> yeah, he's a Catholic, obviously. <laughs> The first bit of news, obviously, is we've had our first uh, pull-out of the series. Uh, Jesus. Well, hey. Uh, <laughs> although this one <laughs> isn't going to cause teenage pregnancy. This one is, of course, Niall, who has left the show for personal reasons. Um, we hope that it's not actually something quite serious, because then these jokes would seem very, very harsh. Uh, but RIP Niall, you've been great. You uh, made Kendall happy for a short period, and then Georgia... Um, spoke a bit too much about Harry Potter for my liking, um, but I quite like the Rainbow Fish stuff. So you will be missed. R.I.P. We'll miss you in the great diagonally in the sky. Should we just have a, a moment of silence? No, I don't think it's worth it. He'll be back. I d- uh, well, it depends what it is. What it is that's happened. Mm. Um, I'm hoping that he's just got because he is at uni. He's found out that he's actually got a 2-2 and he was really banking on a 2-1. So he's, he's got to go back and take some resets. One of the big jokes on Twitter is that he's uh, obviously just wanted a two-week holiday before the World Cup started. Um, <laughs> and now that's on. He's got to go back for the group stages. And, you know, it's it's a fair it's a fair argument. I would do the same. Um, yeah, so goodbye-bye, Niall. Bye-bye, Niall. Um, that's my lasting message do you think he's going to get any um, fame out of his very brief appearance Um, well I feel really sad that we didn't actually get to see the goodbye because I can just imagine Adam going up and whispering in his ear like like Harry Styles in Matt Cardle's ear (laughs) you're going to get so much pussy (laughs) how old was Harry Styles when he said that seven Oh god, that was that was a real moment on TV, wasn't it? <laughs> that, that was, was the absolute best. 
Um, no, I don't know if he's going to get fame. He uh, he didn't really have enough time to develop his personality above. I'm a hench-ish boy who mm. likes Harry Potter and has a wand on my arm. Yeah, and I think like he, I feel like he wouldn't really be the guy that would go in for the Instagram um, protein shakes and diet pill thing. Um, club appearances probably for a bit, but bit of waving. I mean, are you, are you gonna turn up to a club appearance to chat about Harry Potter with him? Maybe, maybe it's the nerds he goes for. I reckon he'll pop up on the Daily Mail website when the new Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film comes out, and he'll be on the red carpet of the premiere. And that will be the last, the first and last time we hear of him mm. past this point. Anyway, RIP Nile. Rip. It was real. So uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night and um, shitloads happened in the last episode, Josh. Shitloads. Oh my God. So much drama. It's, I mean, for people who were worried about the pace of Love Island in the first week and the kind of lack of storylines and the lack of drama, it's really accelerated. Things have really escalated quickly. Yep, sorry, I was vaping. <laughs> You're the worst person I've ever met. I am the worst, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Playing gosh. Fortnite during the podcast and also vaping. You're not That's actually playing Fortnite. No, I'm not playing Fortnite. Okay. Then, no. Good, good. But it is on. Otherwise, I'd have to floss you, but instead of flossing, <laughs> I would strangle you with the floss around nice. your neck. Floss yeah. is boss! Peep show style. So, um, lots, shit lots. Oh, fucking hell. Shit loads has happened. <laughs> shit lots. Uh, shit lots has happened. Shit loads has happened. Um, including some pretty snaky behaviour from a boy and a girl and some snitchy behaviour as well. So I think we should probably go through each of those um, and analyse it in detail. A tale of two snitches. And two snakes. And two snakes. So let's start with the snakes. So I think the, the king snake, the cobra, if you will, is, uh, <laughs> is piece of shit Adam, who... Fucking Adam who hasn't improved or made himself likeable in any way uh, over the last week. Um, and he's kind of plumbed to new depths. Yes, he has. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he has. I feel like how he's, how he's acted in the last 24 hours is internally consistent with his character. Like, if you're writing that character, you think, oh, this person's had no development over the past week. Because mm. all he's done is he said that shit he said basically the same shit to rosie about kendall last week it's just she was so new she didn't know his bollocks and plus he'd only had one on-screen relationship at that point now he does the same thing uh with what's the name megan megan <laughs> lovely megan lovely megan he does the same thing with megan but the fact is that she's seen what he did to kendall so she's wise to it and this is the one of the great things about the new when a new character comes in who's literally watched it on TV and has seen what we've seen. So, you know, she, she, you know, when he asked her why didn't you pick me on a date, he was like, because you literally screwed over Kendall, and I don't want you to do the same thing to me. Um, you know, your past bring you know catches up with you. It's very true. No one can outrun their shadow. Indeed. So, not even the Flash. <laughs> and Adam ain't the Flash. He's not the Flash. He no. might look it, 
But deep he's, down, he's a cunt. He's just the gash. Nice. Thanks. So Adam um, kind of, yeah, says some pretty weird things um, about Rosie. The kind of, the argument about her being materialistic seemed a bit um, kind of really out of the blue, to be honest. I mean, a simple question, what would you like for your birthday and her saying handbags and shoes? I mean, would anyone say a different answer, really? It's kind of not exactly a... The, the, the one sign that you're a complete, you know, capitalist pig, is it? No, it's not, would you rather the abolition of slavery mm. or cheap cotton for the North? Which, you know, I think I might ask in the next, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his cheerful questions. I think so. Um, and then he kind of got a bit freaked out about Rosie being all over him and just wanted to spend time with him. And, you know, obviously his argument against Kendall was that she wasn't giving him anything and now Rosie's actually giving him something and he's backing away from it. It's just that classic, awful male needs an excuse to get out of anything as soon as it goes for two minutes because someone used what in. I just... She give me too much. She give me too much. Oh, dear. That's my Geordie. Wow. That's my Geordie. I can't wow. do anything better. Uh, that is oh, what I can't. I can't wait until we do Geordie Shaw on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be that all the way through. Uh, oh, good lord! Let's give it another go. I can't stay with Kendall because she doesn't give me nothing. But I can't stay with Rosie because she <laughs> she give me too much. <laughs> It was pretty good for a while in the middle, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's absolute bollocks. He's chatting shit. He's trying to protect himself from his vision of himself as like a decent guy, whereas actually he's just a piece of shit. So he's making up mm. all these excuses. Like in the diary room, he's like, oh, I think it's just my natural... I'm not going to try the accent. I think it's just my natural, you know, when a girl gets too close to me, I just want to push her away because I'm like damaged or whatever. I'm like, go fuck yourself, you're 22. You don't know what damage is. <laughs> but it's just, it's just that pathetic excuse, isn't it? It's just like, oh, oh yeah, but it's only natural. And it kind of ties into all of the, everyone's got a type. It's kind of this weird, like, preordained, fatalistic view of relationships that, well, you know, someone is your preordained and predestined type and you're going to behave in a certain way. And it's just like, where's the, where's the freedom of choice, man? <laughs> No, exactly. God, been taking one of Isles, Isles Deeps, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> His oregano sticks. Yeah, that's all he can get. Eel the magic dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another snake, Josh. Um, another snake. Another snake is is Haley, who uh, has been. I mean, did we discuss in the last episode Isle choosing Haley? Yes. And I thought it was we the did. worst decision ever. Yeah, and it's proved itself to be, you know, obviously terrible. Um, Within 12 hours of the choice, she's sitting there with Wes and Laura just being like, I can't kiss him, he makes me feel physically sick. It, it was a stunning, I mean, a stunning turnaround from, from pretending to like someone and snogging them to a couple of hours later saying that their breathing made you feel physically sick. <laughs> made you want to physically vomit. I really hate when people keep themselves alive. It's my least favourite thing. 
Yeah, so she kind of spilled the beans to Wes and Laura, everyone's you know new favourite Richard and Judy. Um, and Wes told Isle straight away, and he was branded a snitch for this. This is what I want to talk about. Mm. Two very similar occurrences occurred within 24 hours on this show. The first night, Haley bitches about Isle. Mm-hmm. Wes, a mate of Isle's, goes and tells Isle what she said about him. Mm-hmm. Everyone kicks off and says, Oh, Wes, I don't think you should have done that, mate. I, oh, it's just it's just a bit shit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. After Isle goes and confronts Haley. Tonight, Adam tells Megan, I don't mm-hmm. see a future with me and Rosie. Megan, a mate of Rosie's, goes and tells her, and she confronts him. No one bats a fucking eyelid. Mm. What is yeah. going on? I mean, it's double standards, isn't it? It's double, double standards. fucking standards everywhere. So the, the conclusion that Wes got to and that Laura kind of beat into him was that he should have gone to Haley and said, look, you need to tell Isle what you said. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. So by the logic, what should have happened was Megan should have said to Adam... You need to tell Rosie what you just said. Yeah. So what what's the difference there in terms of is is Rosie assuming that Adam would never tell her because he's a piece of shit boy and Wes should assume that Haley would have the good grace to say it to Isle? Is that the double standard? I, don't... I think that is the double standard, but Haley would never fucking tell Isle. No. no, absolutely not. Exactly in exactly the same way that Adam would never tell Rosie. Mm. He'd just get round to recoupling tomorrow night and be like, I've thought about it long and hard and there's someone I really want to get to know a bit more. And uh, I love her. She's got a wonderful smile. It's Samira. And then everyone go like, <laughs> He is a messy bitch that lives for drama, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> just, he just wants to come in and fuck shit up. But I think the thing is, is that what Haley said was actually more deserving of being shared because it wasn't just the standard conversations that people have in the villa about what they feel. And, you know, although we don't really like what Adam's saying, technically it's legitimate in that he doesn't feel the same way about Rosie as she does about him, sure. Yeah, and also it feels like it's part of playing the game with him being, like, trying to set up his next slam piece. Whereas Haley saying that kissing Eel and hearing him breathe makes her want to vomit. Yeah. It's just nasty. It and that's the sort horrible. of thing that needs to be flagged, I guess, in this scenario. Yeah. For the good of the villa. For the good of the... Yeah. That which is not good for the bee cannot be good for the hive. For the greater good. For the greater good. So I think Wes was very harshly treated. Yeah. I think there should be a letter of pardon sent mm. his way because where's mate you did right you did good i mean and where's is a great lad i think you know we were kind of we all wrote him off before the show started we thought he was pretty boring in the first week but his uh he's become a memeable star i think he has definitely that that little gif of him sitting in the diary room oh my god it's a gift that keeps on giving up. It's a great gif. Um, and he was kind of rewarded, I guess, later by Laura with uh, A Night in the Hideaway. 
What do you think happened? Well, normally they show banging. So I think that nothing happened. Fair. Because last year, I think I think it might have been Kem and Amber who went in there first and they showed them, you know, they showed the covers bumping up and down. Um, and then they were questioned and everyone just spoke about them shagging uh, the next day. Whereas mm. the next day, no one talked about them going in the hideaway at all. It was kind of seen almost as like a, you know, an enjoyable platonic episode. So Maybe it's because the sounds and smells that came out of that room were so ungodly that everyone is shocked into silence. I mean... I'm saying yeah. that they banged, like, proper. Like, they went in. Disgusting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is 20. He could probably last a while. He is 20 and he has no bajina emoji for a dick, so... Mm. <laughs> they are becoming... I think it was you. I, think, I was going to say, as someone said, but I think it was you. They are became, becoming the nation's sweethearts. Mm. Not as much as Jack and Danny, obviously. No, but they're unchallenged. You know, they're Posh and Bex, and I guess Wes and Laura are Ashley Cole and Cheryl Cole. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that a good example? You know, a couple that people people like to see. I mean, no one one supported Cheryl Cole and Ashley Cole. No. I was reminiscing about how weird that was earlier. Yeah. Like, Ashley Cole, Charisma Vacuum terrible human being decent footballer but boring as anything and cheryl cole it just cheryl cole attacks people in race related fights and then marries ashley cole and then marries ashley cole not, not as a not a pr stunt uh, despite the fact that you know she had that story and then he had a lot of rumors about his sexuality at the same time it's very weird isn't it but at least she's with liam payne now so yeah. someone with equally little charisma <laughs> And there's nothing weird about that relationship, so... Um, um, good, Wes and Laura, so... <laughs> a good couple that we're all a fan of. Yeah. But obviously we don't love them as much as Jack and Danny, who continue no. to be excellent. Um, Jack, the boy next door, continues to be a great supporter of all the other lads, sh- you know, smiling at them with his beautiful teeth. <laughs> um, Lighting their way in the bedroom. And Danny um, continually coming up with incredible lines um, tonight when trying to comfort Rosie after Adam um, pied her off, essentially. She said, uh, oh, fuck, what did she say? Oh, my God. She said, he's made his cake, but he ain't eating it. That was it. Superb. <laughs> I mean, conflating two different phrases, mixing them up, but it still sounded great coming out of her mouth. It still works. Um, yeah. My favourite Jack and Danny moment was him ripping the piss out of Isle and doing the greatest impression I've ever heard just because it felt so raw they both absolutely went in on him didn't they it was incredible just like yeah yoga is like totally with my chi and it's fantastic why don't why is is there normally that level of banter in the house does that ever happen before um yeah definitely I think I mean yeah definitely I'm excited then it's um, what's great about that, and I thought what was quite a touching moment and actually made it, you know, quite real was that it was you know just a couple having fun, and mm. so much of the show is kind of plotting and scheming and you know insecurity and, and nervousness, and that was just a young boy and a girl just having a laugh. I loved it. Isn't that what we're all here to see? No, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm here to see banging and slagging. Yeah, there's been plenty of that. Well, there hasn't been any banging yet. No banging. But I'm sure someone will break that duck this week. (laughs) So in uh, the next episode, there's going to be a recoupling, Josh. Yes. But it's a recoupling with almost no jeopardy because there's an equal number of boys and girls. Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. I was like, oh, I'm excited, but then realised maths was not on Jarma's side. So this time, obviously, it's slightly different that the girls are going to pick, um, which obviously brings the ball back into their court, which is good. Um, hopefully, it'll mean that Adam gets picked last. Um, but you can already see with Rosie that she's kind of faltering and she might pick him again, which... I oh, know, fucking... If she does, we'll be on an aisle-picking Haley proportions, I think. Yeah. Um, and But, I mean, they, they've got to send in someone soon, so... More characters. What do you think of the new, the three new ones who have come in? Um, I, uh, I don't trust Charlie. Mm. I think he looks like the bad guy in every seventies action adventure film. Mm. Like he looks like he looks like the Nazi that got his face melted at the end of Razors in the Lost Ark. <laughs> Oh, let's put that gif on the uh, Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, yeah, I don't know. His nipples are really, like, puffy. He, I mean, he's, I don't think he is good looking in any way. He just looks like a sort of shit action man. Which, I know I know that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even a, a fucking subpar action man. Mm. But he just looks like, uh... I just, I think he looks really... Just like, I don't know, he's got a lot of self-confidence for a man that I don't think is attractive at all, but then, you know, may- maybe girls do. No. Maybe I'm the one that's out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the children who are wrong. Yeah, maybe I'm not the target audience for his looks. Yeah, uh, but Samira definitely is. Yeah, I mean, they've they've previously been sliding into each other's DMs, so... Exactly. There's potential there. Could the Samira-Alex alliance be over? I hope so. Um, Alex, again, has continued to, to kind of mope around, um, not really offer too much other than just say, woe is me constantly. Yeah. Uh, t- tonight, he kind of half squared up to aisle and tried to, you know, be a big man. Um, it was kind of like, you know, watching your like, you know, you know, at school when there's like a weird kid and then they kind of finally snap and try and start a fight with someone. And it's just sad. I mean, I feel incredibly seen right now. <laughs> <laughs> as someone who did take used to take a lot of bullying and then one day pinned someone to the to a locker mm. uh, yeah, I was going to say he's exactly like have you seen the film Office Space yeah love it you know the guy who keeps mumbling about his stapler because everyone just keeps giving him shit and then at the end he burns the house down yes he's that mm. he's absolutely that he's the guy he's the guy who goes postal yeah there's a meltdown in him a hundred percent. I think it's going to be brilliant if it happens. You know, and obviously trying to argue with the most chilled out man who's ever lived. He's so <laughs> chilled out. He's you know horizontal. Exactly. Um, I think you know getting in his face and calling him pathetic was um, just it was never going to work, and it, it was just a bit sad, really. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> so yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Alex. I, 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 I want him to leave. I'm, I'm sick of his story. What was? Did you listen to the um, official podcast today? No, I Ken- don't listen to those charlatans. <laughs> Kendall was on um, <gasps> post 
post-romantic uh, date with Kem where Paps caught them snogging, apparently. Holy shit. Um, yeah, Kem is just, he's just on this official podcast to clean up with all the girls that get dumped. <laughs> fair play to him. Fair play. Anyway, Kendall was like, yeah, I find it really interesting because Alex has loads of airtime. And when we were in the villa, he kind of, you never really saw him. He was always just like on his own or in a room. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that kind of, it comes across slightly that he's a bit of an outsider, but still. I feel like he's so, yeah. the one, like, even though I assume they have cleaners, I think he's the one who's still inside being like, we've got to do the washing up, guys. <laughs> Seriously. Everybody come in. We need to hoover. <laughs> Alex, shut up. They've got people who do it. No, guys, seriously. You know, if you make the bed, it just it really ties the room together for the whole day. It's a really good sign. You'll thank yourself later. <laughs> I hate him. Oh, dear. Yeah, Josh, I like because he's got my name and he's got very pretty eyes. Yeah. Uh, he also works on social media. Yeah, he does as a presenter, which means he's I think he w- technically competition. <laughs> I think he works in the Lad Bible. I, I've heard that. Oh. Which, okay. you know, a year ago would have been the reason to hate him and now they're trying to get better, but, you know. It's true. There's still some scum with that company, so. Yeah. And Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and uh, Megan, who's just nice. Yes. Yeah, she seems like a genuinely nice girl, doesn't she? Um, obviously... She's kind of trying to force the Alex thing, I think, even though she's realised he's very, very dull. Um, Do you think that's an example of what you were saying about someone coming into the house last year and trying to do something with Camilla? Yeah. I can't remember what you said. But she knows that people are like, oh, poor Alex, he just needs a break. And maybe she's playing into that. Do you think it's that? 100%. Oh, really? (laughs) I think she's trying to force it because, yeah, number one, he's, he's available and, you know... You, you want to try and get a, a banker, but also, um, yeah, she, she'll, have, she'll have seen what everyone said in the first week and mm. she'll, she'll know that it would be very popular if she got with him. And she, you know, she even kind of said, she was like, my head says Alex, but my heart says eel. So, you know, she fancies eel. So she needs to go with him, even even if he's a bit of a knobhead, you know, <laughs> she, she needs to do that. And I think that she will. I assume in the recoupling, she'll pick eel. I'd yeah. be very surprised if she doesn't. You've always got to go with the knobhead of your heart. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, really, isn't it, for what's happened? I mean, it's been big. It's been big. It has been big. And, you know, it was great. Rosie's um, argument with Adam was really good. I really enjoyed the fact that she kind of went, oh, so you're just going around talking about me behind my back. And he went, well, I only said it to Jack. <laughs> yeah. Well, what... Who's been saying this? What, Jack? And she's like, oh, you've been fucking telling Jack too? <laughs> Loved it. That's brilliant. Do you think, right, now that Adam's in the doghouse and Haley's in the doghouse, mm-hmm. do you think they could form the most grotesque alliance ever? Like a sort of, like like a couple who were born out of both of them cheating on their respective partners and then they don't really like each other, but now they're in it because of the guilt. Mm. That sort of thing. I think they could. I think that Charlie will pick Kaylee. Um, mm. So, yeah. I, I don't think it will happen, but it could happen. Could happen. But Charlie doesn't get to pick. It's Haley. You're correct. I've been felled by my lack of Love Island knowledge. You've, now the now the knowledger has become the knowledged. 
Oh, God. <laughs> well, whatever happens, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> whatever happens, you need to keep listening. Yeah. To Treem. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, you need to continue uh, downloading and listening. Thank you very much for listening so far. Um, you need to keep subscribing. You need to keep telling your friends and leaving reviews on iTunes. Please. Uh, we've just got... We've just passed a thousand downloads. hey so That's quite good. Um, yeah. It's a little bit leave it. <laughs> thanks, Kem. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, uh, last time you might recall we read out some of your some of your reviews uh, because we said we would in a desperate attempt to get more reviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we've had drum roll. There we go. One more. Hello from Rob Hurst. Thanks, oh, yeah. Rob. Cheers, Rob. Um, it's uh, entitled "Amazing Perfect." Six out of ten. This comprehensive and informative guide to Love's Island, sick, got me to watch three episodes of the show. Josh brings his wealth of knowledge about Love Island, and Nick brings his trademark edgy (laughs) humour. I listened to this before a night shift, and it got me amped AF. Delightful. Better than 808 in every way. Uh, for those that don't know, Eight Late was a student radio show that I ran with Rob Hurst uh, while I wasn't even at that uni, and Rob pulled out after two weeks. So, <laughs> so I was just a guy presenting a student radio show for a while. God, that is sad. That is sad. But now I have my very own Love Island podcast. Yeah, God, what are we doing with our lives? Life comes at you pretty fast sometimes. That's barely a compliment, though, to say it was better than that, <laughs> an, an aborted radio show. Um, but yeah, on that lovely note, I think it's time to say bye. Yes, Josh, it is time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Well, no, right, we have to do some more housekeeping. So yeah, thanks for oh. everyone who's downloaded and subscribed and left reviews so far. We would really appreciate some more because there are like five Love Island podcasts on the go at the moment and we're currently rated number four out of them and I really think we should be higher. Four stars out of five. So fuck you. Um, I'm trying to find the other podcasts but they're so high up the, <laughs> so high up the chart I'm not. So if you'd like to follow us on Twitter <laughs> we're at DreamPod t-r-e-a-m-p-o-d and we live tweet pretty much every episode and we repost exciting things with funny captions sometimes we do a meme it's just quality banter there so yeah we really are the best meme purveyors uh of love island related content i think i think so um and that's about it i've been josh uh i have been nick And you have been brilliant. We love you very much. Bye! Bye!